Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Magnolia Beef and Seminary has top quality beef products that are raised right here in Mississippi. They also have fantastic gifts for every age. For the best beef in Mississippi and so much more, visit Magnolia Beef and Seminary or find us on Facebook. It's a great time to live in Mississippi, and we're talking about it. Welcome to the Ricky Matthews Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome to the Ricky Matthews Show, the show that every single day celebrates the amazing men and women who are working so hard to make Mississippi such a great place to live, work, and play. From the STMM Digital Studio right here on Biloxi's Bag Bay, I'm thrilled to, to be here today. Hey, listen, I had a couple of quotes that I was going to share this morning. We, by, by the way, we've got a great story, and a we'll, uh, great show, and we'll be moving to that here shortly. But uh, I was preparing the show, and literally just a few minutes before the, sto- the show started, my wife Ann um, enlightened me about an, a terrible thing that happened in Ocean Springs over the weekend. Um, a wonderful young 13-year-old girl, Aubrey Wyatt, took her own life, and it just made me sad. I mean, I'm going, I'm going into this show sad, but it's a message to everyone listening to this show. Please, please. Uh, live in the moment with the people who are around you and encourage the people, young people who are around you to live in the moment and appreciate everyone who is around them. Uh, my friend Jamie Bates, who's been on the show many times, Jamie has a servant's heart. He is, uh, he, you know, has a has Daddy's Barbecue, and he's a professional photographer, and he works to provide barbecue after natural disasters for first responders. He's just an amazing guy. And if you're a regular listener in the show, you know this. But here's what Jamie wrote this morning. Um, 13-year-old Aubrey Wyatt of Ocean Springs took her own life over the weekend. Tell me again what is more important than the mental health of our children. Let's teach our kids to be kind to one another, to love one another, reminding them that they are like just like everyone else and that they are no better than anyone else. I believe we must give careful consideration to the pressure we place on our children. We prepare them for success, but perhaps per, but perhaps how that is measured needs reevaluation. Life balance and loving one another are everything. I can't agree more with Jamie. Um, gosh, man, it's just sad. God bless uh, you know, poor Aubrey's uh, family. And uh, I'm going to be talking more about this as we go forward, the pressures that are on our young people. And when you hear a 13-year-old girl who has everything to look forward to in life, takes her own life, we need to stop. We need to pause and we need to think about it. And we need to figure out what lessons we can learn from this that can save young people. Sorry, I don't usually start the show that way, but that's just how I feel this morning. Sad, sad, sad. Okay, now let's shift gears. You hear me talking a lot about Super Talk Mississippi Media. 
I'm a former CEO of a media company, so obviously I, I observe this uh, incredibly diversified, incredible multimedia company that I've had the opportunity to come, uh, become part of. 26 radio stations that are part of Super Talk Mississippi Media, 12 radio stations that are part of Super Talk, another you know total of 51 stations that are part of the news network, and then they have the ag network and other things. They have extraordinarily popular podcasts. We'll come to that in just a second. Um, they have the STMM Digital, which is the digital marketing and advertising arm of Supertalk that is a sponsor of this show. I'm coming to you from the STMM Digital Studio. But this is a very, very innovative company that has been built by the owner and chairman of the board, Steve Davenport, and President uh, Kim Dillon. And uh, I'm fascinated by it, and every opportunity I get to talk more about it, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna share those stories. I think one of the ways that we can talk about it, though, is to go deep into this organization and pull from it some of the talent that is part of this company that has helped create sort of another diversified aspect of what we do that helps add to the total success of this company. And I think a great example of that actually is the evolution of the Thunder and Lightning podcast. So if you're a Mississippi State fan, you probably know about it. But if you're a sports talk uh, Mississippi fan that's an extraordinarily popular show on Super Talk, you're probably quite aware of it as well. But I couldn't think of anyone else to invite on the show other than my friend Brian Haydad, who's a co-host for, for, for Sports Talk, co-host, excuse me, for Sports Talk Mississippi and kind of the founding father of the uh, Thunder and Lightning podcast. And we got a lot to talk about today, but without any further ado, let me welcome Brian to the show. How you doing, Brian? I'm doing good, Ricky. Appreciate you having me on. I, you know, listening to to your intro talking about the people who work hard in this state. Are you sure that, that you wanted me on the show? <laughs> well, listen, to be as to be uh, to be as good as you are at what you do, you can you can joke about it and you can be humble. But I can tell you from you know my own experience so having done over nine hundred conversations since joining this company, to be good at what you do, you know, you you, you have to look like you're doing it effortlessly. But I know, I know the kind of studying that it takes, the kind of focus that it takes. And you and I both know that if we try to fake it, <laughs> if we try to fake it for a second, our listeners figure that out. Uh, they get they come to us because they want the authenticity, and that's true though, isn't it? It's very true. Uh, you know, if you're somebody, especially in, in sports, if you don't know what you're talking about, because it's so easy to Google, it's so easy to to find the right numbers, and then people are watching the games themselves. So if, if you if you're just wrong, they're going to let you know that you're wrong, and you know. I personally don't ever have that issue. Richard Cross, it happens to him all the time. Though, that he's, something, he said something, and, and people are like, nope, that's not correct. And, you know, I, we just try to get it through it, though. Well, listen, you, it's funny to hear you poke fun at Richard. I know y'all like to do that uh, kind of back and forth. But when you think about the sports talk team that you guys have, I mean, there's, a ma- there's some magic there. I mean, that magic is what makes it so darn popular. Yeah, I mean – you know, you've got the good balance there between me and Richard, you know, the, the state guy and the Ole Miss guy. And Bork, you know, he went to Ole Miss, but he does a pretty good job of playing it just right down the middle. Um, so you have that. You know, we like to, you know, when we say take shots, 
they're done in fun. They're the same way that, you know, if you've got a family member who's a, who's an Ole Miss fan and you're a state fan, kind of the same way. They're just the little subtle jokes and the little subtle jabs that we take at each other. But at the same time, you've got Richard, who's one of the most experienced sports casters in this state, a guy who calls games for ESPN, has called games for Ole Miss for, for decades, um, is a very, you know, well-respected guy. Michael Bork, he's one of the, the top young guys in sports radio, knows exactly what he's talking about. Nobody does more research than him. And then you've got me who, you know, I know my sports. I know my Mississippi State stuff. But I, I, I always tell people I, I sort of bring the humor to the show that those going to be Richard's a little more straight laced than I am. But people talk to me all the time. You know, fans are like, I, I know sports as much as you do. And I always tell them, you know, hey, knowing sports for me, is kind of like the bonus perk of my job. My job is to entertain. You know, can you be entertaining? That's, you know, radio is as great as it is for information. It's, it's about entertainment. It's an entertainment medium. And uh, I feel like that's that's the, the, one of the main things I bring to the show. Well, it is, it is, and again, you you minimize your sports observations. But you know what I have found as a as a publisher of newspapers and of digital media news companies, um, what I found is that the guys in sports they were usually walking databases. They had facts and numbers and names and years. You know, they their sports trivia knowledge was incredible. And what I came to know of them actually was that any of them could go, could have been engineers or doctors. They could have, they have great minds. They could have done anything in their careers, but they love sports. And they chose to become sports writers. Uh, one of one of them from NOLA.com at the Times Picayune, we worked so closely together when I was president of NOLA Media Group, is Jeff Duncan, who's on my show here on the coast every Friday. Mm-hmm. And Jeff fits that description. Jeff could have done anything he chose to do. His, his mind is sharp and bright but you see that a lot in sports guys don't you you do and you know you see it with coaches as well i mean somebody like nick saban who a friend of mine john talty wrote a great book about him uh called the it's called the leadership secrets of nick saban i believe and he talks about how saban was going to go and become a car salesman but his then girlfriend now wife miss terry had not graduated from college yet, so he didn't take that job, and he got a job as a grad assistant and became a coach. And I just think if Miss Terry had gotten out of out of college at that point, that maybe we wouldn't have had to deal with Nick Saban at Alabama all these these past few years. But by that same token, I, I would be willing to bet that Nick Saban would be the president of General Motors by this <laughs> point, just a, so, because he's so super smart in everything that he does. So you know, uh, the, the the dumb jock stereotype only goes so far with a lot of these guys, and, and with people in the media for the most part, I, I feel I do feel that way. I feel like you've got some guys who could easily be writing about politics, writing about whatever. But they, they love sports, and that's why they decided to get into it. Hey, let's face it. Mike Leach could have been a philosopher. We'll, we'll talk a could little bit more about him, yeah. about him here shortly. Hey, when we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Brian Haydad from Supertalk uh, Mississippi Media. We'll see you after this break. for Mississippi is why he's here. This is the Ricky Matthews Show on Super Talk Mississippi. 
Welcome back to the Ricky Matthews Show from the STMM Digital Studio. We have my friend Brian Haydad, who's the co-host of Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be talking about the evolution of Thunder and Lightning, the podcast they do for Mississippi State here in just a second. Um, but I want to hear a little bit more about where Brian comes from. And uh, and, and we, we, I want to tell a little bit about his story and how he ultimately landed in this business and working for Super Talk. But you said you grew up in Vicksburg, right? Right, Brian? That's correct, yes. Vicksburg, Mississippi. So tell, tell me about your early life and what, what got you into this business. Oh, man. See, that's the funny part of my story is nothing about my early life got me into this business um, other than my love of sports, uh, which comes from my dad. Uh, my, my dad was the kind of guy, he didn't watch television unless it was sports. So, you know, a, a night at dad's house was, you know, you watch the Braves on the Superstation. Uh, you'd watch, uh, you know, your NFL all day Sunday, college football all day Saturday. Um, we would listen to college basketball and college baseball on the radio because very, very rarely was Mississippi State ever televised there. But we would watch whatever games were televised. That and professional wrestling. Those were the only two shows my dad would watch were sports and wrestling. Um, and I, I sort of I have some of that myself. Now, I find myself watching less and less regular television these days and I just I, I watch sports for, for the most part um, my family is a big sports family my, my grandmother was a huge sports fan loved the Braves loved the Celtics of all teams I'm a big Lakers fan and I used to I, I think I became a Lakers fan just to tease her I'm pretty sure if she could have traded me for Larry Bird she would have though she loved Larry Bird that was her all-time her him and Dale Murphy her all-time favorite athlete she loved the Cowboys too and I'm a Saints fan we, 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 we couldn't agree on things it's really weird I'm not a Braves fan either um, my mom's not really a sports person at all kind of oddly enough and to that end I married a woman who's not a very big sports person and neither one of my daughters are very big sports people so I'm I'm sort of the one that carries the torch for that um, but you know I went to, to high school at St. Aloysius uh, down there in, in Vicksburg uh, then went to Mississippi State and you know never really you know, sports media was something that I, I enjoyed. You know, I like to listen to sports radio, but I never thought I was going to have a career in it. Um, I got involved with a message board called Six Pack Speak, which is a Mississippi State message board that we got. We set up because we all got banned from the, the regular message board because we were, and I'm going to use the quote fingers here, too negative about Mississippi State sports. I guess you just can't talk on a message board about how you know, Mississippi State's going to do, and 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 you know you, you can't do that. So we started our own message board, and I was just I, I would write stuff for that message board, but it wasn't you know I wasn't doing anything for money or anything. I just did it for enjoyment. Uh, and then one day uh, I got a uh, message from a guy who said, "Look, we're starting a, a Mississippi State podcast network. Would you be interested in doing some stuff with us?" And I was just like. They were like, "We'll pay," and I was like, "Yeah, sure, I'll do it. Yeah, why not?" <laughs> you know, and. Uh, uh, somehow from that decision, I, 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 I gained a career. Um, I was working in the, in the restaurant business at the time, uh, and it got to the point where I was able to turn that into a full-time job, um, for a few years. Uh, and then, you know, it's, it's a startup company. So as startup companies go, you know how that is. Sometimes they work well and sometimes they don't, this one didn't, um, but it happened to be at the time where the opening came for first on, on what was then head to head. Um, so I reached out to Will East, who I had done some work with in the past. He had done some podcast stuff with me. I was like, hey, uh, you know, what's what's going on with that with that spot? He's like, and you could tell. I, I think he had been waiting to hear from me. I think I think he had been he had been wanting to hear me reach out to him. 
So I came down and I, I got to meet with uh, with Richard, who I'd met before. I had not met Borky before, and uh, I met with Kim and Steve from from Super Talk from Telesouth, and uh, the interview went really well, and uh, got the job. And, you know, and when we started, my my role was so different. It was just I was on the show for three segments a day, uh, and all I talked about was Mississippi State. That was my job. Was I covered Mississippi State, so I would come on for an hour, do those segments, and then that was it. And then it became a little bit of, you know, once a week, like, hey, can you do the whole show this week? Yeah, sure, I, I can do the whole show this week. Then a couple times a week, hey, can you do the whole show this week? And uh, Yeah, I can do that. And then finally it was like, okay, you're on the show every day for three hours. So it's like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> hey, 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 Brian, when was it that you were doing the message board? What, you remember the timing on that? Ah, uh, gosh, yeah, it's been 20 years this year. It started in 2003. Um uh, right around the, the end of the Jackie Sherrill era where Mississippi yeah. State was at a low point. And, you know, people wanted to talk about that. And they couldn't do it on the main Mississippi State message board. So we created a new one. And uh, now that now – that, it's kind of funny how things come full circle. That message board is now the on three Mississippi State message board, which is one of the top, you know, uh, sports uh, media companies in, in America. Hey, what's interesting, though, about that timing, of course, I, I became a, the president publisher of the Sun-Herald in 2001 and was part of Knight Ritter, and Knight Ritter owned a bunch of news, second largest newspaper company in America, Yeah, 26,000 employees, and I was involved in the strategic planning effort for Knight Ritter. I was involved in a lot of other corporate work. I didn't really ever want to move away from Biloxi, but, I, but I would, as long as I could keep my, my my anchor in Biloxi, I was willing to go do corporate work. Like, for example, once uh, during a two-year period, I ran, I flew 250, 600, excuse me, 650,000 frequent flyer miles, just to kind of give you an idea how much how much flying I was doing. But uh, but the, that time means a lot to me, and and the reason I bring it up is simply to make the point that you were really on the cutting edge. I mean, this technology was just beginning to kind of evolve, and people were starting to understand, wow, you know, that the, the, when you start to think about the internet and its ability to sort of capture people of interest in these buckets over here as it related to Mississippi State, for example, we, you know, that evolution was happening. And then, of course, then podcasts began to slowly but surely kind of become part of what was happening. What was cool about your entrance into Super Talk Mississippi Media, though, was the fact that, the, you know, radio, you know, even today, radio is king still I mean, when it comes to these conversations you guys are having daily. Mm -hmm. But when you add to that the extension of the podcast, when you when you make yourself purely a a multimedia play, you've seen the entire evolution take place, and now the power of having podcasts combined with radio. I mean, it's a like for example the 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 Thunder and Lightning podcast, one hundred and seventy five thousand monthly downloads. Um, you've seen the power of what happens when you bring that kind of force in a, in a multimedia direction for people who have an interest, in this case, Mississippi State Athletics. It's pretty amazing when you put it all together, isn't it? It really is. I mean, you know, who knew what a podcast was even, you know, a, a decade ago? I started the the the, the forebearer of the, the Thunder and Lightning podcast is the B&B show that I did with Bob Carskadden. And we started that in 2011. And, I, and I'll be honest, I think the first podcast, my mom didn't listen. She didn't know what a podcast was, but maybe 25, 30 people listened and we were excited and it just grew and grew. And now, like you just mentioned, you know, 
Thunder and Lightning has been a top five podcast in the sports news category for most of the year. We were as high just uh, last week. We got to number two behind the Andy Staples show. And Andy Staples is one of the top college football writers in America uh, doing uh, doing a podcast. So to be right there with him, he covers national college football. He has national figures on his show. I'm a Mississippi State guy. All I've got is Mississippi State stuff. And that shows you the popularity of, of Thunder and Lightning. And it's it's been really good to us. And, you know, with Super Talk, you know, now they've had, they have the Eagle Hour. They have the Rebel Report. Uh, you know, we have for the new one from from D2 to 3 and D3 that JT Mitchell is hosting. Uh, you know, sports podcasting. People like Sports Talk Mississippi because they like to hear about everything. But when it comes to podcasting, I feel like people want their niche. They want to they want to hear about their team, and when they're listening to a podcast, they don't want to. You know, they, I don't think as much as they want to hear the national stuff. So I, it works out really well. And Super Talk is a great platform, obviously, uh, for, for for podcasting and for digital media. It really is. It is, uh, and that's why I think you know there's a there's a sort of a, a two-edged sword in this conversation. One is we get the opportunity to get to know you better, and the fact that you know you're not only a, a great entertainer but he, someone who's sort of watched this multimedia evolution in our industry and have really played ball in it in a very serious way. And we get to learn a lot more about our company and how how you know this diversification of this company has uh, has led to you know growing a company that is really, I, I believe, built to last. Um, you know, when you think about the Thunder and Lightning podcast and also just sports talks in general, it, as I mentioned to you before we started the show, it is, it's almost like surreal in a way to think that that we're entering a football season without Mike Leach. Um, it's, it's, when you think about that we're entering a football season without Mike Leach, what goes through your, your mind? Well, you know, being having covered him for the past three years and, and, and having gotten to know him, I, I don't know if, if your listeners know this. The night before he passed away, he was in my home. Uh, he came to my, we, we host an annual Christmas party and uh, we, we brought him in. Hey, 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 Brian, why don't we do this? Because this is an important story you're about to tell. I didn't realize we were at the end of this, this segment. When we come back, we'll talk about um, Mike Leach going into this year without him and we'll look and we'll look back with brian haydad about this unique relationship he had with mike leach we'll see you after this break Mississippi. It's the Ricky Matthews Show on Super Talk 103.1. 
From the STMM Digital Studio, the digital marketing and advertising arm of Supertalk Mystery Media, I'm thrilled to have my friend Brian Haydad, someone I've been really looking forward to catching up with. He's a co-host of Sports Talk Mississippi, and as we were discussing in the last segment, he was there for the evolution of Thunder and Lightning. He was there for the evolution of podcasting in America, and as a result of what they've done, 175,000 monthly downloads, pretty amazing to think about it, uh, one of the one of the top podcasts in, in America, for that matter. It's a pretty, pretty amazing story. But when we went to break, we were talking about Mike Leach and you know the former coach of the late, great coach of Mississippi State football, what it was going to be like to go into a season. And, and what, uh, what Brian was about to tell is the story of Mike Leach, which Leach was actually at his house the, the day before he died. So let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Like I said, I, I wouldn't say Mike Leach and I were close friends by any by any stretch of the imagination, but I, obviously I knew him. And you know, and and uh, when we have this Christmas party every year, I, I invite everybody. You know, in the city, you know, everybody I know in the city of Starkville gets to come to this thing. And uh, he he had come from practice and he showed up. And I, if you, I couldn't believe what happened because the night before he was joking around with everybody. He was he was eating cookies and candy and then talking about how he, next year he was going to schedule practice differently so he could make sure he was here for the whole. And it was just he was Mike Leach. He's telling stories and everybody's taking pictures with him. He's having a great time. And you know to, to get the 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 news the next day that he, he suffered some sort of heart attack and it's not looking good. And then he's gone a couple of days later. Surreal isn't a strong enough word for how, how that worked for me because it, you know, I, my wife took a picture with him in our kitchen. I'm like, this might be one of the last pictures of Mike Leach ever taken. And then you see the incredible, I mean, the incredible mark that he had on college football. When you look at, at Starkville, Mississippi for his memorial service and all of the coaches that, that showed up to this uh, event, you know, it was like a hall, hall of fame co- of coaching convention um, to say one final goodbye to Mike Leach. You know, Mike Leach has just been a constant in college football over the last two decades, not only being an innovator of, of the sport, but being, uh, you know, kind of spokesman's not the right word because I don't think he was a spokesman for college football, but he was a spokesman for the fun of college football. And, you know, a guy who, I mean, when we talk about march to the beat of your own drum, he, he had his own drum line. He had, a, he had a whole band playing for him at times. And, and you know, you never knew what you were going to get with him. I, I recall his one of the last press conferences I covered at the Alabama game where He's trying to make a point about his receivers not catching the football. And he went into a rant about dinosaurs <laughs> and the ev- and evolution. And he was like, I'm afraid we're going to look up in a few million years and nobody's going to have hands anymore. <laughs> and I'm just like, I just remember staring at him going, we are going somewhere. And I don't, and I also remember looking, you know, cause we're at Alabama, right? The Alabama media relations students who are there to transcribe the interview and make sure that those quotes go out, they're just staring at him and their mouth is open. And they're, you know, they're used to Saban, who just gives you football. And they're just, and I'm just like, these poor kids have no idea the ride we're about to embark on with Mike Leach. I'm looking around to the other media guys. We're all just dying laughing, trying to hold our laugh in. Because as Mike Leach talks to us about dinosaurs and gas stations and toys that he had with his kid. Just trying to make a point that his receivers won't catch the football. Yeah. It was incredible. But what he, you know, what he was doing, Brian, and I, of course, you guys did a great job on Sports Talk. 
of covering every twist and turn of Mike Leach, never realizing that you would be documenting him in ways that would go down in history as sort of capturing the essence of who he is, not, you know, because he would be, be passing away. You you have no way of knowing that, but, but what he was doing was giving you a look into his mind. And, you know, it was interesting after his death, you, you, you go to YouTube or Twitter or wherever, and it was just, it was just trending for days, if not weeks after his death, as more people were coming, sort of grabbing these moments and, and posting these best of Mike Leach. And we all kind of realized this guy was beyond a philosopher. I mean, he was brilliant in his observations. It's almost like he was just toying with us. He was so much smarter and so much further ahead with everyone. He just toyed with us. Yeah. And it was just fascinating to look back on that, isn't it? Yeah, all, all of the stories that came out after his passing are, 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 you know, you knew a lot of them, but some of them you didn't know. And, and I felt like each one was just welcome, you know, just to get another little piece of, of, of Mike Leach in his life. Uh, I, I, you mentioned Sports Talk Mississippi. One of our first interviews with him, we, we, we said something to him about, you know, how he got started. And literally, it turned into a list of every place he had ever lived. He told us, and he had lived in a lot of places. He mentioned, he, he said, did a few years in Helsinki, Finland. And I was just like, wait, what? <laughs> he coached football in Helsinki, Finland. Like, <laughs> how? And I just, just the man lived an incredible <laughs> life. It, it's the kind of life that if you wrote a book or made a movie about it, it would be too unbelievable. Listen, I got a, I got a couple of quotes that I'm going you can you can comment about this if sure. you want. Uh, there's so much out there, you know, and w- why I pulled these three or four, it, it just appealed to me. Um, but once he talked about Deflategate, you know, the the hysteria, his, his, hysteria around Deflategate and yeah. and and Brady, etc. He said this. We waste a lot of time with that, and then we worry about the Kardashians. How can it be that we laugh about England's obsession with the royal family? At least the royal family has college degrees and military service. <laughs> I mean, yeah, these are where did, where does it cut? It's like in, like the first sentence like jars a thought in his mind that broadens yes. it. And then, the, and then that sentence jars the next sentence deeper in his mind. It's, and there's no, where, there's no telling where it's going to go. That's very accurate. That It was almost like a jigsaw puzzle that he, put, he would put one piece in, and then he would see where the next two or three pieces would go. Yeah. Okay. Let's, 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 here's, here's another one. Um, there's shouting. There's blood. There's boogers. There's a whole thing. I mean, there's spitting, there's fighting, there's ripped jerseys. There's someone grabbing someone's throat. I mean, it's why we love football. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Yeah, he's not wrong. <laughs> uh, let's see, let's see. One, one more series here. He says, no one wants, no one wants police brutality. No one wants inequality. But what I worry about it, what I worry about it is this. When a protest becomes so large and the noise takes over that the original motivation for the protest or the conversation that should go with the protest gets lost. He really was serious about observations that he made about the world. I mean, he joked around a lot, but you can't be philosophical and intelligent and deeply, deeply contemplative as he was and not make serious observations about the world around him. He could do that well, couldn't he? 
So I'll, I'll tell you a story that Will Rogers told, likes to tell. That one day at practice, Leach is off to the side on his phone, and and the team is just like, "That's that's not right." You know, we can't be. What are you doing? You can't be on the phone. It was Trump. <laughs> Trump called him in the middle of practice, so he took the call. And I mean, that, that that's what he what politically. Mike Leach was was a guy who was very open about his beliefs, but and they were very deep seated with him. But at the same time, I felt like he was open to hear other other ideas. You know, sometimes in politics, you get some people who are just so locked into what they believe they'll never listen to anybody else. Mike Leach wasn't that guy. I've, there's somebody asked a question. We do a, a weekly mailbag uh, on our on our podcast, and somebody asked if you could go back in time and have a conversation with anybody. What would you do? And I thought about Mike Leach, and I said, you know, if we could go back to that Christmas party, I would be willing to bet if I started a conversation with Mike Leach, do you believe in time travel? He would listen to me. He would want to hear what I had to say. And if I said, look, you just need to trust me. We got to go to the hospital. We're going to stay the night there. He would do it, I think. He'd be like, all right, I'm in. I'm in for the ride. Because he was just, he, he liked to question things. That yeah. was Mike Leach. He liked, and, and and that goes to football too, because he grew up at a time where it was all run the football, three yards in a cloud of dust, and he said, "Why, why do that when we can do this?" And he invented the air raid offense. So it's a, it's a really really an incredible story. Um, coming back to this notion of uh, his his desire, his I don't know, his passion for speaking freely, you know. He felt so strongly about free speech. He says, as long as it wasn't going to cause a riot, you should be able to say what you want to say. And he and he lived by that. He 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 once said this. Well, you're going to be dead in a hundred years anyway, so live dangerously. Yeah. He, 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 you know, coming back to your point about time travel, he did he did think a lot about perspective. You know that you know when you when you look at where we are in our lives and in the perspective of history. We're just such a small part of it. Yeah. Um, last word before we get to done with this segment. I'll miss Mike Leach. I, you know, I, I like Zach Arnett. I like where Mississippi State's going with this football program. But there was something about being able to cover Mike Leach that I knew other people were jealous about. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I'll miss the guy. I, you know, he was a good guy, and I, I, if I had a one regret, I wish I'd gotten to know him a little bit better. Yeah, and that's something. I wish I'd have paid closer attention myself, to be quite honest with you, just as a fan. Hey, when we come back, we'll continue our conversation with co-host of Sports Talk Mississippi and uh, the guy who's part of the evolution of Thunder and Lightning podcast from Mississippi State, Brian Haydad. We'll see you after this break. To more of the Ricky Matthews Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to the Ricky Matthews Show from the STMM Digital Studio. And, uh, you know, we could do a bunch of shows with Brian Haydad, the co host of Sports Talk Mississippi, because, Lord, there's so much history that's inside the, the sports culture of Mississippi. There's so much to 
to talk about. There's so much to celebrate. There's so much to contemplate about, like the conversation we were just having about Mike Leach and the impact that he's had on sports enthusiasts really around the world. I mean, that, if you go look at at the people that were touched by this focus on him in this moment of his death um, and the people who were inspired by that, I and mean, I think a lot of people had the, the conclusion that we said at the end, as Brian said, I wish he would have talked to him more. And, and I, as a fan, I wish I had to pay more attention to him. Um, you know, one of the interesting case studies, uh, it's not something you cover, but I know you have thoughts about it, is Deion Sanders going to Colorado. I paid close attention to him when he was at Jackson State. I've always been someone who sort of followed him, but talking about someone who's used digital media, multimedia digital media to make their points and to to show who he is as a person to the core, that is going to be a fascinating – that story is still being written, but that's going to be a hell of a case study, isn't it? It really is, and, you know, I think it's unique. I don't think it's a situation where you can just go pick up a former player and he's going to automatically be successful because he was a former player. Uh, I, I think that he is – Dion is a very unique character. Now, he made a great choice at Jackson State because that is a you – know, that's a program that's always been a bit of a power in the SWAC, you know, going back to, to the, the days of W.C. Gordon and, and, and Big Daddy Carson. And – you know, he was able to walk in there and, and get the right players, but he's embraced the right things about college football right now. The transfer portal is the thing of the future. And it's, not, it's not even the thing of the future. It's the thing of now. Yes. If, you're not, if you're not taking advantage of that, then you're not winning football games. Uh, NIL is another thing. You know, my buddy Charlie Winfield, who runs the Bulldog Initiative, NIL, he says it stands for not into losing. If you're not into NIL, if you're a person who's like, well, I don't like that, what you're saying is you don't like winning football games. So Deion Sanders embraces that. And he, he made some smart coaching hires, uh, the, the addition of Sean Lewis to that staff. That guy's a brilliant offensive mind, and you got to see what he could do. Um, and then on top of that, though, I think Deion Sanders is just a good coach. He's a good motivator. He, he's going to be sort of that CEO coach, I think. You know, He's not in there calling plays and, draw, and, and scheming things up, but he is the guy who motivates his players, keeps them on, on, on the, uh, the right path, and uh, – it helps that he's got a son who's obviously a very talented quarterback as well. And then the kid, Travis Hunter, may be the most versatile player in college football right now. So that's a fun story, like you said. Uh, and they're definitely going to bear watching the rest of the year. You know, in a lot of ways, though, you, you, we're just coming off that conversation about Mike Leach. But in a lot of ways, Deion uh, Sanders is sort of the sort of a, a new cut of Mike Leach because he's philosophical. You look, listen, has anyone ever doubted his intelligence, his emotional intelligence, his talent as a, as a, as not only as a player, but as a leader, uh, Deion Sanders is a, is a, is a complete package and watching him bring all of those aspects. So your point is well taken about being the CEO coach, uh, you know, being able to delegate responsibilities to the people, being able to inspire young men in this new world. I heard a really interesting conversation incidentally the other day about him talking about NIL true being paid to do marketing versus the collective and right. what's, what that has become. And he doesn't like that being interested in the see what the what the what the future shows as, as it relates to all of that but he's a he's a dude made for this moment and uh, you know they're gonna they'll have some ups and downs this year but i bet they have more ups and downs what do you think 
I mean, they're definitely going to be a, a team to watch. You know, the Big 12 is a good conference, or the Pac-12 is a good conference. They've got a tough schedule in front of them. But you saw on this past Saturday that they're going to be in some games that you didn't think they were going to be in. Yeah, it's going to it's going to be really, really cool. So, uh, listen, uh, Mississippi State too often, as I heard you talk recently, is, is uh, kind of the uh, the bottom feeders as far as people's perception of what they can accomplish. Um, it, you know, I, I guess they they to some extent being sort of in that position, it motivates them, don't you think? I think so. I mean, Mississippi State is a, is a program that, you know, has been. From a, from a wins and losses perspective, right there with with everybody else in the SEC, you know they've won more games than Arkansas, Auburn, uh, I think Florida over the past decade, and yet year in and year out they 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 are voted towards the bottom of the conference. So I think at some point yeah they've embraced that underdog mentality to a degree, but at the same time you know I know they want respect, they want to be people to look at them and go okay Mississippi State is a team that we know is going to win games this year. It will be interesting. You know, one, one other thing we could have talked about that we don't have enough time to, to, to really delve into, but, you know, the, the baseball program at, at, at State has been, had stellar years. And you think about Ron Polk and, and his tenure there, sort of the father of SEC baseball. Yeah, he, he was a philosopher mostly. I, I actually went in to try to understand what did Ron have to say versus what did, what did Mike have to say. Mike was the worldly philosopher. Ron was more the baseball philosopher. He was he was very much stuck to his knitting that related to that. But we unfortunately we had time to get into all that. But uh, the next time we get together, we'll we'll explore baseball and some other aspects of the sports conversation as it relates to Mississippi State. But it's been a pleasure to spend some time with you, Brian. Hey, really enjoyed it, Ricky. Thanks for having me on. You bet. This has been uh, Brian Haydad, the co-host of Sports Talk Mississippi. If you if you're a Mississippi State fan, you have not downloaded the Thunder and Lightning podcast. Uh, you'll be glad that you did. So uh, that, that's your tip of the day coming from, from me. Listen, uh, have a great day, and we will see you tomorrow. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.